Hi there, and welcome to another episode of Song in a Chat with your host, Pete Pasco. All right, hope you hope your week's going well. Hope you're having a good one. Uh, I am. I'm having a bit of fun this week. You know, I, I got really lucky this week, and we got this really nice neighbour, Maureen. And thanks, Maureen. She gave me a writing desk, and it's one that had been in her family for a while. So you know what I mean? It's a bit of karma and the old wood. It's pretty cool. It's not real big, but it's one of those ones with little brass keys where you open the lid and it turns into a desk. Yeah, and uh, we already had a wooden chair that uh, Maureen had given us as well. So that writing desk, I have a feeling, is now going to stay with me. And uh, I'm going to put it to good use. I'm a writer. I love writing stuff, yeah? Okay, I write songs. Um, You're here. Welcome if this is your first time here in this podcast. Uh, Thanks for for having a bit of a look. Um, What are we doing here? Well, each week, as you saw from the show notes, we're going to do look at a song and have a chat about some lyrics and uh, where the song came from. And I'll attempt to put you in the shoes of being a songwriter. And that's what I sort of do each week. Uh, I sit at my piano here and sort of, when I remember, (laughs) play a little bit. And um, just sort of, I like to follow my nose and just sort of see where it where it takes me yeah now I'm, I'm pretty excited in my studio because uh i have some mood lightning mood lightning <laughs> zap what happened to him he's gone <laughs> mood lighting uh which i picked up from the side of the road today and what i'm looking at uh, actually i'll put a picture of the desk and this lamp that i'm looking at now uh, on my on my blog this week and it is petepasco.wordpress.com if you want to have a snoop um I've actually snuck the lamp in. My wife hasn't seen it. <laughs> it's really big and heavy. And it's sort of like, I don't know when it's from, maybe oh, late 70s or something like that. And it's it's not real pretty. It's kind of cool, though, in a kind of a weird kind of a way. Anyway, you tap it kind of three times. And it's like light mood, more more bold light and back to sort of off. And I think it's, I think it's really cool. Okay, I digress. Lighting, lighting is everything. Lighting certainly uh, sets the mood. So if you're a songwriter and you want to write a song, I really, here we go. I think setting up an environment is, oh, here we go. This is a good idea. Setting up an environment where you can go regularly to sit down and and, and get in the mood. You know, it's a little bit hard. Sure, you can do it sometimes. I've written a lot of songs at the bus stop or at the kitchen table. And all, all of that's all good. All of it's all valid. But if you have one particular spot where you can go to and, and you sort of shrine it up, you know, I might have some little little ornament from when you were a kid or this or that. And I, I just think it's a good thing to do. You can get, you can sort of almost fool, fool your senses into, oh, hey, we're, oh, oh, we're in the creative zone. We better get creative. That kind of thinking. Yeah. Uh, also, I think the time of day can be that can come into it a lot. Um, I, I was originally writing my lyrics at night, late at night, and then getting up and uh, you know just sort of attacking them the next day or a week later, or have a stack of lyrics and go for it. I'm tending to write uh, words and music at the same time these days. I'm enjoying that. Um, generally, I'm a night owl. I really am. But this week's song, uh, Everlasting, um, is was pretty much about, well, as I see, I was going to say it was about dawn, but then I see the first line is early in the evening. <laughs> so maybe I'm thinking dawn and evening. Uh, 
The song essentially is inspired by like a dawn chorus or an evening chorus of birds. And I think it's the best song, best sound in the world. Certainly the best vocal group, I think. Uh, Crosby, Stills, Nash & Young were pretty good in the Eagles. But yeah, uh, some birds in the morning, birds in the evening. Gee, it'd be a a sad old bird without a world, without a few birds in it, wouldn't it, eh? A bit husky in the voice, so I've driven a bit today and uh, put some Seascape prints in a shop or two. Um, you know, check out the Seascape prints. You can do that on the www.pipasca.com. And uh, I also painted when I was down there at a place called Dendy Beach in Brighton, uh, Victoria, and some really nice beach boxes. Uh, if you want to check out the painting, the one I did today, that is on the blog as well. So it's sort of all tied in. You know, what what I'm doing is sort of uh, mixed up. Oh, and I'm really excited too. I finally got some software for creating ebooks. And where I'm going with that is how, how to play the piano, how to do this, how to do that. that well, how, I, how I play the piano, yeah, that my, and sheet music for songs and, you know, all kinds of stuff like that. So how to draw a cartoon, really, really looking forward to all that. And eventually... Uh, songwriting ones so yeah i think got a feeling of things moving on and, and it's a good feeling isn't it you know when you, you feel that because sometimes that, that that's the ebb and flow of the creative way it, it sort of gets going and then it kind of stops for a while and yeah I've re- recently i had a little break for a few days and i think perhaps that's got something to do with it nothing like having a break coming back and then getting a burst of energy all right speaking of bursts of energy why don't we put this uh We'll put on the demo, eh? Well, it's, it's everlasting. All right, here we go. Without further ado, rolling. This is everlasting. Early in the evening, the sun set low. The trees and grasses colors glow. All the birds will sing as if for one last time The message that they bring for us Reminds us Everlasting song of love Goes on forever and up above It'll call you in your everyday We'll still hear it When we're old and gray We'll be together in peace 
Everlasting. I hope you enjoyed that. Um, I think it. Fitted, I think it fitted the bill here. Uh, what I try to do is, is quite often pick up older demos. So I think just have sort of a, a have a feeling about them. They somehow, you know, might not be perfectly technically technically correct, but um, they sort of sometimes you just kind of catch something extra. And and I think that had elements of that uh, for sure so there's a good tip i really think it's a great idea if as soon as you if you have written a song um or you got a poem anyone's got some words floating around their head for goodness sake write them down somehow record them do something yeah that, that's what phones are for they got voice yeah they get you can, you can record your voice little message and that sort of thing catch it just just catch the feeling yeah uh that's pretty much what i was doing with the, the plein air painting today at brighton just wanted to catch the feeling of the beach i took photos and that and i'll do a big one of that one day uh more detail and all the rest of it I just wanted to catch the feeling and i think you know that that is kind of number one that that is what i would go for and in fact if i had to say what well, what's the most important thing you're looking for when you write a song i think feeling would be number one yeah i think it's even above message uh purely because uh, a song's message it can be you know fairly obscure or it could be very direct or it can be hey well, i'm not really sure what that song was all about uh you know th- th- i think there's um i think ambulance blues of neil young's on the beach and uh, it's yeah it's all over the shop who knows what's it about and uh it's great. I, I, I like songs like that uh, that sort of just go all over the place and we're not really necessarily sure what it's all about. There you go. Uh, there, you, there you go for a songwriting tip in terms of lyrics. What am I going to write about? Just write down images. Uh, I really I really think stream of consciousness images that come into your head can be really, really powerful because I think they're related somehow to each other and sometimes it's not until you start writing and allow yourself to get unblocked and you get in the flow that you look back and you sort of see a thread coming together and... Um, yeah, that, that, that's how I try to roll on these podcast episodes as well. I just I just let my mind wander where it will. And sometimes when you're trying to describe uh, and it, 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 what it is really a sorry um, complicated process, it turns out writing a song. Sometimes it helps to be in that creative space when you're trying to explain something that is creative, if that makes sense, because it's not all easily 
quantifiable as we're finding out. Okay, I think we'll jump right in here. Um, we'll look at the lyrics. I'm holding it up in the light with my lamp in the back. I'm determined not to put a bright light on, but I'm sort of squinting and looking. And Oh, that's better. I've just uh, pushed my glasses up. <laughs> okay, here we go. This is the lyrics. Uh, I think you probably heard most of them, so I'll, I'll just see if anything interesting is in there. I hope there is. Oops. Uh, everlasting song of love in brackets so it's probably not a bad idea here goes tip i think it would be a good idea when i record this which i will uh and release it um everlasting and in brackets song of love of love why because yeah people might just pick up on one lyric and uh i tell you that don't dream it's over probably might have gone to number one in america had it been called don't dream it's over in brackets. Hey now, hey now, because they got known as guys the Hey now guys and that some of the early concerts and that and yeah, it got to number two, which was just huge. So congratulations, Neil and Co. There, uh, oh, they're playing in New Zealand. Crowded house are playing in New Zealand, and oh, it's killing me a bit. I would love to be over there checking them out. Okay, uh, have you, do you know Crowded House? Do you know Crowded House? Oh, don't go. Check them out online, Crowded House. Some beautiful, beautiful songs. Try Into Temptation. Oh, just the best. Uh, Don't Dream It's Over, of course. Um, when You Come. Look, there's just so many great songs. And, and they do rock out live. And uh, they are good people. Everlasting, Song of Love. Words, 2001. And uh, it's written in February 2002. This is song number 519. So 519 of your songbooks, ladies and gentlemen. Early in the evening, the sun is setting low. The trees and grasses, colours glow. All right, that is my favourite time of the day. I just love twilight. That's what I'm describing. I haven't actually used the word twilight, have I? But the sun's... Not just the sun setting, the sun is setting low. So it's just at that last bit before it dips over the horizon and the trees and grasses, colours glow. You get that burst of like a flame before everything just starts to fade to grey and all the all the colours ebb out of out of everything. It, it, it fascinates me, no end, watching the light disappear. What happens then? Well, the birds all sing as if for one last time. That's pretty good. I, I like that. <laughs> Can I say that? Well, why not? Yeah, the birds all sing as if for one last time. So they just, you know, when a blackbird gets up there and sings, he's just not singing. He's right in there. Yeah, I, I, Birds got something to offer us, I tell you. Uh, the message that they bring for us reminds us of an everlasting song of love. It goes on forever, beyond and above. It'll call you in your every day. We'll still hear it when we're old and grey. Hmm. Okay. So the everlasting song of love goes on forever. I, I was I was talking about the the kind of natural flow of the universe. You know, yeah, you can call it what you want. Uh, religious uh, connotations in there for sure. Um, I, I think the essence is you know, a song of love, your yeah, word of love, and I, I think on a. Um, I just feel anyway that 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 is a very positive kind of thing that just it just goes through you and when, when you go within and you're out in nature and all that you just sort of can tune into something pretty cool like that and for me that that's where i find it i like it out in nature that that's where i find that feeling uh okay verse early in our life before we spoke before the crack of dawn broke 
Okay, that is going back like I was thinking the Big Bang right before everything was created on Earth. That, that's what I was thinking early in our life before we spoke, before the crack of dawn broke. And there was a word that rang. So, yeah, very, yeah, very uh, biblical, isn't it, that one, the word? And, uh, yeah, it's, it's, I don't mind that. It's, it's funny what comes through your pen when you least expect it. There was a word that rang like the clearest bell. And don't bells just have that clear ding? There's no modulation going on. It's just the cleanest, clearest sound. Incidentally, some singers really have that. Um, I think I think James Taylor is one for me who... When he sings, there's no, no vibrato much in his voice, but every note, it just sort of resonates in a certain way. And you know those sorts of singers? They've, they've just got something, haven't they? Yeah, Other people got a bit of a growl in their voice and this. Everyone's got something. And on that note, I think it's really important. I'll, I'll come to this more, but I'll jump in there now and just say it. As a singer, I, I think it's a good thing to try and... Uh, well, I think it's really important to, to find your voice. You know, figure out... Um, where it is, like like some people are real belters, they can really knock it out, and that's their thing. Other people, they go a little bit quieter and introspective, I guess, and they bring out more character and more depth in what they're doing. And whereas if they try to belt it out, they might try that, like they might sort of sound like they're trying too hard. Um, I'm probably one of those people. I, I like to sing a bit quieter, genuine, generally speaking. And I, I was quite happy with the tone I got on here now and then. And then, of course, when you're in the studio, you want to try and recapture that feeling somehow, emulate it again inside that head of that uh, that sort of feeling. I don't mind building out a song now and then either. Like a rock band is pretty cool. Like, uh, yeah, anyway. Um, get back to the words, Peter. There was a word that rang like the clearest bell, like the sweetest bird had something to tell. Yeah, and that, that's that bird that just wakes you up in the morning and you go, oh, yeah. Well, we have kookaburras here, and I heard them this morning. And, uh, okay, they're, they're not overly melodic, but uh, I love kookaburras. They wake you up, and they really get it done, and then their job is done, and they know when to shut up, <laughs> which is good because it's quite often like 5 a.m. They sort of pipe up and go, okay, you there? Yeah, I'm there. I just think it's a fantastic sound here in Australia, living in Melbourne. Bit lucky to have kookaburras around, eh? Well, amazing. Okay, got into the bridge now. Uh, no one can miss its call. There's no need to worry at all. So I just I just feel like we're... I, I think we over-analyse life. There you go. I really think we're at a stage where we do, and I really feel for the young ones with the internet because there is so much information that they can tune into, which is really good, but there are so many rabbit holes to disappear down into, and everyone's got an angle on life, haven't they, you know? And I, I just think we just possibly collectively take it all a bit too seriously. Sure, sure. So our life's a, yeah, it's a privilege, and, and it's a... It's a joy and all that sort of thing, but I, I just wish, yeah, I just, you know, I just sort of sit back a bit. No, no, no one's going to miss out, you know. Where we, the only here we go. The only way anyone's ever going to miss out is if we don't look after each other. And I really think we could do with a bit more of that. That'd be good. Okay, off me soapbox. <laughs> okay, that's what I was thinking about there. No one can miss its call. No need to worry at all. All of us are actors in a play, and we'll be at peace together one day all right so that that that's the idea that yeah life is you just 
we're just actors, you know. Um, life's just a, a story that's going on, and, and when you think about it, you, you make choices, and that's, that's one of the joys of being human, isn't it? That's what's touching on there, that if you can get in the moment where you can kind of act on instinct and on you're well informed and you're treading a good path and you have good intentions and all that sort of stuff i think life can become pretty magic it's a really great place to be and um that's the way i feel then and that is the way i feel now all these years later and i'm extremely thankful for that um i think one of the things that's kept me fizzed up if you like is the creative flow and, and it, you know, i'm in there now can you sort of see how i sort of got going in there and you know the lyrics just i don't know i love lyrics and i, and I do love some poetry i do i love a lot of poetry and yeah and, and that's the beauty of art and music isn't it we've all got art we just can't see <laughs> my wife showed me some today i was going yeah well yeah, a cup of tea. It's just one of those ones that I just can't get my head around. You know, a bit of a splash of paint here, a line there, and a triangle-ish thing. Yep, $6 million for that. I'm like, fair enough. Each to their own. And it's like some people are never going to understand, uh, you know, a punk rock or or Devo or or Mick Jagger if they're into Vivaldi. And it's just, it's just really cool, yeah? And I, I don't think, on that note, here you go, I don't think it's ever worth trying to write song that songs that you think might please other people. It's okay if they if they if they, you do if they do, but I think you got to please yourself. I really think that's kind of number one. There you go, um, and that's probably the best thing that you can do in your life for everyone around you too. While we're at it, <laughs> okay. Man, where's this coming from? Song of Love. Let's just look at the music for a second. Here we go. It's in the key of G. So no no sort of surprises there. It just sort of runs through the the colours that you would expect. Yeah, call them colours. I'm an artist. Okay, um, and and that is the uh, words. Uh, sorry, the, the music for the. The verse, yeah? Where did this song come from, eh? Let me just think for a second. Obviously inspired by the uh, bird chorus, the dawn chorus and evening chorus. We've covered that. Um, and I think I wrote the words first on this. I really do, yeah? And though, so I probably just let my hands go like that because... I wanted it to be a peaceful kind of a song, and I, I wanted—I knew that before I started—and so I wanted the chords to just sort of flow. And one way you can do that—I've touched on this before. Just look up relative chords if you're if you're uh, not sure about your theory, and they're just within the scale. That's the notes of the melody. That is also the notes of the the bass player, and it contains all the notes of the relative chords yeah so over the top of that it stands to reason this this note the third note of the scale is going to sound good early in the evening the sun set on low trees and colors <laughs> I blew that and I held on to that B I like that
I really like how guitarists can uh, tune the guitar so that one note kind of rings on, and I think I probably had something like that in mind. I wouldn't mind hearing this song here go in terms of production and music. I wouldn't mind hearing this song with two finger-picking guitars just panned left and right, and that's about it. <laughs> Bit of vocal. Okay, uh, and then the second verse is the same. Okay, go to the chorus. No big surprise, D. Everlasting song of love Cause I'm forever and up above I call you in your everyday Hearing oh, Here we go When you're old and grey So just there I went from C To C minor Oh, have you seen C? And it just gave a hint of just something deeper and a hint of sadness perhaps there when we're old and grey. Yeah, acknowledging, yeah, there's a sense of letting go when we're getting to that stage of our life. But hey, it can still be a celebration and it is a celebration for everyone because that's where the uh, bridge comes into it. No one can miss its call. And I, I changed key here. I went to F. No one can miss its call. No need to worry at all. And back into that. We haven't gone far away. We're back, we know. And then this chord. All of us just act as in play. Okay, so just, just I, I won't go into this too deeply, but um, changing key to F, that kind of shouldn't be there because G has a an F sharp in there, which is that. So if you put an F in as well, you get this. Yeah, very bad. Oh, something, yep, something bad's happening there. You don't want that. So I've taken the F sharp away and stay with the F and started a chord there. All right, and since I was there, I went to this one, which is part of a relative chord of F. So I've, it's modulated. It's gone to another key for a minute. The interesting thing about that chord, which is B flat, it also has it has a D, which just, just goes nicely. That's part of G. So there's B flat, and that's how I got back to G. So um, can I just say that that all just happened really naturally? It's not that I sat down and went, okay, what chord do I need here to go back to the key? You can do that, absolutely, and I think that's a, that's a good thing. It's good to analyze your songs, and that's the thing. But this one just it just came really quickly, and... Um, I must say, I like the bridge. I think, would this work as a piano song? I'm not sure, because the melody is some repeated notes there. So even this part. And back into this bit. that to just sort of see because it's quite a surprise sometimes which songs work well as an instrumental and which ones don't so that's something to keep in mind you can release more than one version of your song uh with this actually everlasting originally came out here we go on an album called uh sorry can't see the words for the trees and i i produced uh 
just I don't know how many CDs there were home burnt ones back in the day and I actually published a book of my the 12 songs as lyrics and with paintings and the paintings themselves were were kind of working paintings had sort of figures in there now I'm looking at the wall now and I see up there is in my studio uh, I'll take a photo of it and put this on my on my blog as well I I, I did uh, finished art paintings for these songs and I had an exhibition and you know the place that I went and took some prints in today the shop of my seascapes well I explained to them that my first exhibition was across the road from that shop and it featured uh, the 12 songs there were 12 paintings with the lyrics all framed up and I have these words, you'll see these um, rather eyes on lines like musical notes. And that, that was the whole crux of my um, exhibition. And so I, I find that interesting that I looked up and saw the everlasting painting up there. That's kind of cool. And, and in that shop, actually, there was this old clock uh, that caught my eye in the window. I thought, oh, that's a great old clock. I'd like to buy that, but it's closed. So I took a photo of it photo of it through in through the glass and I put that little clock in each of the paintings and uh and also it became uh the uh, cover art for Lost in Time with my friend uh, Paul Dredge and myself and Earl Pollard on drums there and uh so I love the way that art can sort of go from one project to the next and that people will be one of my earliest first ebooks I reckon I'll, I'll get the lyrics printed up i'll put those paintings i'll let you know i'll let you know and everlasting will be on there i'll do another version of it so so there you go there, there's uh that's pretty much everlasting i hope that gave you a little bit a bit of an idea of where it came from um musically speaking i just wrote a couple of notes here ah uh, like yeah ah oh, that's enough of the technical stuff isn't it i just you know uh, I'm not real good at the technical left brain kind of stuff. I was looking at the computer yesterday. I was supposed to be reading about software, and I had about five or six different windows open. My eyes are just glazing over, and um, my lovely Marie, my wife, came over, and she helped me out nicely because I stopped actually being able to make sense of the words. It just became gobbledygook. You know that feeling? It's, uh, you know, I, I, it's a total contrast to the clarity and the energy that flows for me when I do the creative things in life, like painting and uh, stuff. So for our songwriting, hopefully, uh, I think it's good to find out what your strengths are. There you go. And um, right here, I'll just stop it there for a second. Okay, we're back. I'm just, uh, I can't believe it's 30 minutes already. That's ridiculous. I've got to tell you a couple of things. Uh, two funny things. Here we go. Uh, random moment last night we have these young black and white cats they've grown up from being kittens and they go wild inside they're inside cats and <laughs> just so much fun last night it was swinging off the lampshade off the light from the ceiling <laughs> can you believe it it took a flying leap off the back of my chair and um i walked in to see him do that and he was chasing some mosquitoes or something up there he's hanging on to this great lamp and i just thought that was totally unexpected and funny okay random thing okay back to the the twilight kind of magic time of everlasting i was squid fishing uh, which is pretty cool fun, probably not so much fun for the squid, but it's a little bit like trout fishing, you flick your lure out, and I, I touched on that last week, and here I was, I was underneath a pier, 
out in the water there was a uh, a bit of wood that was part of the pier and you could climb down and you could get really close to the water and I, I liked it down there. No one really knew I was there and it was dark under there. And casting this lure out as you do and you catch squid that way. Oh, a little squid comes out with his uh, tentacle. Oh, in fact, oh, oh, I'm, I'm caught and you reel him in. And you carry on, and I tell you what, calamari tastes pretty good, but unfortunately for the squid, that's the way it is. On this particular night, I'd caught a couple, and the third one, reeling it in, and it kind of got off or something. And next thing, this thing exploded out of the water like a torpedo, right in my face, and went, I've had a heart attack. It could have been a great white. It turned out it was a seal, and he'd come up between my knees out of the water, and I'm looking right into this smelly, fishy breath. He was saying, buddy, thanks for that last squid. Can you give us another one? Because he chased it and grabbed it. <laughs> so there you go, a little insight to how it can be when you're fishing and out and about. And I, I did recover from that. I just about fell in backwards, I can tell you that. And uh, the, the old heart took a little while to slow down. But uh, that became a great memory for me. And I love being out in the outdoors. I just have this sort of catalogue of funny moments and, and cool moments where you just get in touch with nature and that is the what I, I guess I guess I, I just get in touch with something I feel like anyway and with nature and that's what I tried to put into words I tried to express that and uh, that that's something that, that that's my version of events and I, I guess that's important if you're a songwriter you know you, you come up with what's true to you and you just put it out there put it down Put it out there, share it, and move on. All right, thanks for tuning in, everybody. I better get out of here. Have a great week. That was everlasting. Looking forward to seeing you or hearing from you or tuning in with you or whatever it is we're doing in this wild internet world. I will catch you next week. Thanks so much for tuning in. Pete Pasco signing out. Thank you and good night. Well, it's good night where I am. It might be, it might be good morning good day might be all those sorts of things so all right catch you thanks very much for tuning in do appreciate it thank you early in life before we spoke before the crack of dawn bro was a word that ran with the clearest spell not the sweetest bird has something to